0: episode 111 sponsored by Ruddy Lad Premium t-shirts. Today we have Hamilton Ontario pro athlete Ryan Dixon. Let's do it. Hello folks, how are you? Welcome back, episode 111. Really happy to be here. It's a couple days in a row we've been back with an episode which is great. Uh, Thanks to our sponsors there at Ruddy Lad. Check them out, ruddylad.com. Great t-shirts. Got one on today doing this podcast. Uh, Fantastic episode we have lined up for you today. It's a guy who, when I started kind of getting into MMA, I started, well, I guess MMA and Jiu-Jitsu like 2009, 2010, uh, and became kind of a big fan of the sport. This guy was, you know, he was, he was young and he was kind of like the score fighting series was a big thing. And he's a guy that kind of, kind of almost got me into MMA and he's a, guy i've been a big fan of, and he's been out of the sport a little bit but he's a pro athlete he's got a 10-5 record he's originally from hamilton now training at the toronto top team obviously in toronto uh looking to make a big name for himself getting back into the sport which is fantastic to see it's great for canadian mma he's a guy with a ton of talent and uh really excited to, to have him on the show and uh see him back in the game in the mix uh for obviously one of the big promotions hopefully so let's bring him on mr ryan dixon how are you sir
1: I'm good, man. Honestly, after hearing that kind of introduction, I'm, that's, makes me kind of change my thought process. You know what I mean? Like I was coming in here intense, but the reason I'm fighting is because like, I love trying to motivate people or make people watch the sport because people that do this are very motivating, you know, and if people can have the work ethic of a lot of fighters, um, and, and the, the passion that a lot of fighters i work with have it'd be, it'd be a better
0: place you know so. yeah yeah it, it's very true man like motivating is right like i and i'm always interested in that because people like you probably have no you, a, you have no idea who i am so you're like who's this guy reaching out like wanting a podcast or whatever and then you're like what he, he actually watched me fight back in 2011 you know and but and he had an impact on why we're doing fla today so it's cool man like and that's why this sport is cool and, and i'm really happy to hear you're you're back uh in, in training full time and, and looking to kind of get back in the, in the mix of the whole scene man it's a uh, like i said you're you're super talented and uh it's uh you know you three losses in a row so uh, what, what's the whole idea of coming back just to motivate people but also you know there's obviously some some other goals i'm sure with it Well,
1: it's, it's really i was going through some I, I retired, obviously, as people yeah. know, back in, uh, I think 2015, but I fought some tough guys. I had some, uh, I think I had, like, some concussions and stuff going on because I got, I went into a pretty big uh, depression for a bit, and um, while I was kind of figuring myself out, I was trying to do firefighting, and that's been a road as well, and uh, honestly, the reason I'm coming back is because, one, because of this COVID thing it hit me hard, you know, not the sickness, but like figuring out what am I supposed to be doing, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, martial arts is, a probably the best way to keep someone balanced mentally. You know what I mean? Like, it's humbling. It's, it takes discipline. It's, uh, you're with people that respect you and you respect them back. And when you guys are pushing each other every day, it's like, it's a good feeling, you know? And no mm-hmm. matter, no matter what anyone says, like a lot of people just see the violence and stuff of the fight but it's i think it's a really good thing and the violence is just a byproduct of mm-hmm. guys that are putting everything they have into it at the highest level you know mm-hmm. so it's, about, it's, it's bound to happen right
0: it really is and it's 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 part of, it's unfortunate part of the sport it's like tj grant was on the like last week he's like you know a guy who's just like you know the concussions he's been through it and he's like unfortunately it's part of you can't go into the sport and not get dinged like you you can't like it's part of the territory but it's i guess you know realizing it and kind of coming out of it and and treating it right and and using it i am often wonder like how as fighters and athletes and and promoters how everybody can come and come together and and have like a protocol too, and almost like a like a like a little union where people can talk and be like, "Hey, these doctors are good for this," and the, you know what I mean.
1: Well, it's, honestly, it happens all the time. But since I've come back, it's because of one. It's because of like, it's I love doing it. But it was because I'm able to. I wouldn't have stopped. I wouldn't have stopped. A couple losses don't get me down. Yeah. And, uh, the reason I actually lost was because of I was I was good for the fights. So I they beat me. You know what I mean? Like they beat me, but um and i felt awesome for all the fights but it was more it was the fact that like during training camp i'd have to really really be smart how i trained and then mm-hmm. oftentimes i'd be taken off a few days a week to make sure i was getting like somewhat healthy because i feel like banged up here and there mm-hmm. and i have no acl so i was oh i, I ended up tearing my lcl twice partially partly but uh after that so it was like I had one after the other after the other and Mm -hmm. I uh the fact that the money is not the best either I started to apply myself in firefighting but one of the things that helped me to like be healthy and want to come back was I got this new machine that um my my coach Steve Bledan and Mike Montoya he he uh he invented or or modified this machine that it's like a stem machine like a Dr. Ho kind of thing it does yeah yeah the voltage therapy and steve did it on my shoulder i tore my tendon between my uh my pec and my shoulder mm-hmm. actually before i went out to tristar you know what i mean went out years ago yeah years, years ago
0: yeah.
1: yeah i went out to tristar and the morning of i was doing dips and of course on my last rep of my last set on the way down i went to get that extra stretch because i was kind of doing like a bit a bit too much weight and i was getting that last stress to try and kill it because i was very hungry to go to tristar and i felt a pop in my shoulder so i went there i trained with it i didn't get anything, or anything and it was uh but steve bodanis he put this thing on me with the older version and literally after one one training just gonna move this i could barely move my hand you guys can't see but this is this is flat i could barely move my hand past here yeah and then I'm getting it way up. Past oh, wow. Head. And and this thing, I got this thing, and it's been helping me. Like, I, I did something in my AC joint, I did something in my ribs, and within it used to be, this one was two months to get back. This one was two days. Holy shit. So, this thing's helping me get ready, and I'm kind of being like a salesman, but I know no, it's, it's
0: cool, though. That's it. Like, if something changes and it works, man, that's it. Yeah.
1: But this thing is, uh, the, the whole point of this was that I'm actually able to like I was training here and there when I was trying to do firefighting, but as soon as I would push it hard, I, my body would break down. Mm-hmm. I haven't stopped, I haven't stopped. I've been going all COVID, pushing nice. harder than I've ever pushed with big guys, bigger guys than me, and I'm healthy as a clam, you know what I mean? So That's, it's uh, nice, it's good to be able to finally train again like I used to when you watch me fight for the score,
0: yeah, and healthy, That's right? A, like, then I like,
1: was pretty healthy, I was kind of like, yes. Like-
0: you know, which like as a confident Ryan Dixon is a dangerous Ryan Dixon, yeah. right? If you're going in there and you're hurt, you know, it's like yeah. everybody's hurt, of course. But you know, if there's, if like in your mind, you're like, ah, oh, I got this and this. If you're healthy, that's a powerful thing, right? Yeah.
1: You don't like, want any any excuse in your head to uh, hold you back.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's uh, what do you think of the Canadian scene? Like you're, you know, you fought for a ton of promotions in Canada now and. Uh, obviously, you fought uh, on some big promotions as well. What's what do you think? Is it, it's can it come out of this? I think uh, it can. Uh,
1: the Canadian MMA scene, like all the guys that I'm training with and the guys fighting and stuff like that, the, the guys I'm training with at least are uh, they're training hard. And um, I know I went out to Niagara to help out um, Jasmine before before mm-hmm. her fights because she had a knee injury, and uh, those guys are going hard too. So. Just because the promotions are not going doesn't mean the canadian mma scene is not going like mm-hmm. i said this is the kind of stuff that keeps us uh saying like i don't know if you guys can see but i got a a new dog he's a
0: <laughs> nice cute
1: american bully but these kind of dogs man they need they need action they need to go and whether that's going for a run going doing the stairs whatever th- these guys need have energy and that i feel like that's kind of what us fighters are like i i need action yeah something i go crazy
0: yeah and that's that's it like it's it's unfortunately i i think bc is going to come back really soon i think we're good really soon as well but there's lots of canadian fighters that can go to other places too and that's good like that's what you like we need that we need these opportunities for you guys to stay busy and it was good to see jasmine and aaron and hopefully you can get a fight here in the near future i know there's lots of people looking so
1: I've it's... been begging. I've been literally begging, and I've had a couple promoters go, "Well, sorry, because you're coming off of three mm-hmm. losses, it'll be hard to be able to find you a fight against, like, uh, unless we feed you to, to the to the cannons or, or like I said, to the wolves."
0: Yeah.
1: Fucking do it, man.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm 100 serious. Sorry about my language, but no, there is nobody in the world that I can at least not go three rounds with. Anyone for real? At I least believe least. it. At 170, there's no one. I'm hanging yeah. with guys that are heavyweight uh, world medalists. I'm I'm training with guys that are heavyweight, like uh, K. Tag Have You ever heard of him? He yeah, oh, yeah. Of course,
0: he fought uh, Rohovic out here.
1: Olympic level yeah. wrestler, professional. Super boxer. good
0: boxer, really good boxer.
1: And I'm hanging with him. You know what I mean? He's taking me down, but I'm taking him down too. And nice. He's at 185 and 170. So bring it, man. There's no one. Yeah. There's going to be no one that's going to give me a run okay. for my money.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the thing, right? Like when you're getting those looks from high level guys, it's it's it prepares you. Is that Robert Santos is there, I believe, too, right? Is, is I've
1: been with him a couple of times. He's out and about at different gyms getting some guys ready. I know he's got uh
0: Doken? Um, is that his
1: yeah, name? Dor- Dorian's getting ready for a big fight and he's looking good. Dorian's gonna do well. I don't know who else is fighting from those guys, but um, I know Dorian's getting ready and uh, he's he's looking good so yeah he's
0: big too he's a big boy Big
1: boy, yeah, yeah yeah. that's good
0: that's good to hear it's 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 you know what's so is kitev is he boxing again or what's his mma what's his plan
1: yeah he's fighting mma right now and uh he's hoping that after this win he'll be able to get that shot which i think he deserves it he's nice so, are you
0: gonna get into that I know like you say you've been working with these guys like boxing like you'll you'll take boxing Would you do bare yeah,
1: knuckle I can take boxing fights I'll fight boxing too I'll fight kickboxing I'll fight boxing I'll fight jujitsu. I'll fight whatever they want me to do so long as I can get my mind into yeah. that if I'm fighting jiu-jitsu I am fighting jujitsu. i can not be trained in MMA mode you know what I mean and if I'm yeah right like I, I have a different mindset with uh depending on what I'm doing
0: what uh, you did, uh, you did a couple like, correct me if I'm wrong, I was thinking about this today and I couldn't actually find it. But so Glenn McKenzie, you know, Glenn McKenzie is from uh, Gracie Ba West Island.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: He did this. He used to do this like charity grappling thing at TriStar. I'm pretty sure you competed on it. Almost positive.
1: Oh, not that one. Not that one. I didn't do that one. You I didn't? Did no, no, not that one. I didn't. I know the one you're talking about. I didn't do that. Yeah,
0: for some reason, I, but I knew you fought Alex Garcia in an MMA fight, but I was like, I thought you grappled him too, oh. but, or Jake McKenzie or something, or maybe that was Alex that did that, but, um, yeah, it's, but you did take part in, uh, Rory's, uh, the Parabellum event, correct?
1: Yeah, I fought Mike That He was like my coming out party, you know, because yeah, I was I, I had it a little bit before him, probably like a month, a month before him, I was talking with a training partner of mine, Hussein Hazimi, and, uh, he asked me, he always asked me to compete and I didn't want to compete because I was training like once a week, you know, I would teach, I would teach and I'd just train with my class. Yeah. And uh, that was for a few years. Right. So, um, Hus- I told Hussein that I'm, I missed it because Hussein placed at the Pan Ams for heavyweight and oh, nice. my best training partners. So, uh, he was like, man, you gotta compete. You gotta compete. And I was like, fine, fine. And he's like, do the pair I'm like, I'll do the pans. And he goes, why don't you do the Parabellum? Cause that's before the pans. I was like, fuck okay, it, let's do it. So I got, I found out 12 days before and then I started training hard, but um, Mike tapped me out. He got me with a good choke. That guy's a beast. I got to train with him a little bit um, out in Niagara. Mm -hmm. We trained earlier on, but Mike's been been killing it. He has been. Alpha male. Yeah. He's, he's he's a good guy. I'm, I'm glad I got to face him because like he's as real as it gets. So yeah.
0: He is a good guy he spent a lot of time out here on the east coast with uh obviously titans and uh that crew and he's doing well for himself it's good to see yeah. right and yeah. you think yeah. you'll ever venture out there what's that for? you think you'll ever venture out there alpha male that it, something that interests you?
1: yeah i don't know why i don't i wouldn't not want to go there you know? yeah if, there, if the stars align i'd love to go there there's some animals there
0: yeah there really is like So do you, do you uh do you enjoy those events compared to like obviously there's a big difference like but it's interesting you say because i always find like we've done a lot of jujitsu events and tournaments and stuff and i'm always interested because a lot of mma guys don't come and compete and it's i'm like well there's not a lot of mma events but, but it's some then there's others who will compete all the time right and it's interesting i'm always because the training is totally different if you're competing with heel hooks and that kind of stuff or but do you well, you, well, you ever do tournaments or anything? Nothing now, obviously. Well,
1: not now, but, yeah, I did the Worlds at all the levels except for at Brown. I didn't get to compete at Brown Belt very much. I literally only did two fights, and they were against the same guy. But he's he's a killer. So um, Nathan Dos Santos, the guy's monster. Oh, yeah,
0: from Toronto BJJ.
1: Yeah, but those are my only two matches at Brown Belt. But at Purple Belt, I did the Worlds twice. I lost in the quarterfinals to the guys who won it. And, like, I did well in judicial tournaments, and I think – I've, I've actually caught myself making excuses, but when I'm rolling with these jujitsu guys, like, like right now, Breno from uh, top team and armor from Jocelyn's and like Igor from top team and Hussein and all these guys, like, uh, Imperial, these, these guys from, from these gyms are just doing Mm jujitsu without the punches that takes away a big weapon. It's very frustrating to try and pass these guys guards or, or wrestle them if they're going to pull guards so a lot of mma guys aren't wanting to feel that frustration their ego has been in the way but in my mind since i started i heard i think it was gsp but um i wanted to be able to hang and like actually strike with world-class strikers and i proved that i could do that when i went down to mayweather gym i I wanted to be able to prove that i could wrestle with the just wrestlers and just just jujitsu and all that kind of stuff and uh if you can do that then you can enter and fight anyone you know what i mean yeah. like if you can hang with world champion wrestlers then you can wrestle anyone in mma
0: mm-hmm. exposure fun, stuff
1: yeah you're exposing Man. yourself big time big time because there's it's it's impossible to get world world class in one discipline or more than one discipline so whether that be mma wrestling jujitsu, boxing but only mm-hmm. one you can be like good at everything but mm-hmm. world class is really hard so um a lot of guys are not willing to face that ego storm,
0: you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's like you say, ego is a big thing. And, but I look at it exactly like you would, like if I'm an athlete, like I'm I'm a jujitsu guy, but like, I have no, like I'm not looking to grow my MMA career. And if I'm looking to grow my MMA career, I'm grinding every night with higher level jujitsu guys once a day, higher level MMA guys, wrestlers, whatever I need to do to make my whatever part of my game better.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I yeah. want
0: to I want to get smashed. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Like you know so.
1: Well, I don't want to get smashed, but I want to get the.
0: <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I guess. Yeah,
1: but I want to I want to be pushed as hard as I can be. You know what I mean? Like, if if I'm just wrestling MMA guys that are like pretty good, that's that's fine. But because uh, I'm gonna be fighting MMA guys. But if I'm training with with world class wrestlers, you know what I mean? Like at Brock or or right now at at uh, Niagara 2 with Cricket and those guys, a yeah. top team. We've got like tons of good wrestlers so if i'm training with world-class wrestlers an mma wrestler is going to be like a watered down version yeah
0: yeah it's the game's crazy how it's evolved what do you think like again like you're a guy who's been around forever like you've been at this sport but when when i say forever you know like you're looking at now probably 10 years as a pro yeah
1: that's
0: that's a decade
1: if you don't include my retirement yeah i think i turned pro when i was i think i might have just turned 21 or it was just before i was 21 yeah but a completely different
0: person than now
1: oh yeah yeah well you have to be and i'm i'm telling some of these guys these guys that are training really hard that it's good everybody but everybody trains hard you know what i mean when i went to brazil they trained so hard when i went mm-hmm. to brock they trained so hard when i go to right like, like when you go to different countries everybody's training hard yeah so if you're just training hard everyone tries to train harder than the rest
0: well and
1: said, that yeah. down like you can't push yourself if you're if your mind is strong enough you literally can run your body into the ground which is what I did so it's not you can train harder it's who can train smart yeah and train. I I've added yoga into my routine like seriously I i like I said I spent a lot of money on that machine to uh it, it does do a business for me like I, I treat the athletes at the gym and I treat people like that that have injuries like my uh, some of the people that i know from work and everything but um i i invested in that because that's what you do to be healthy like i'm i'm as lean as i've ever been because i'm following a diet really strict now um i kind of want to not vegan fully but i don't eat that much meat as, as much anymore and it's a whole package right if you're hurt and you're sore you got to take a day off you know yeah. you how to train really hard sometimes but you gotta learn how to, to play around and and, and Chill, or like technique, kind of stuff as well. So it's like whoever can train the smartest and use the smartest game plan as well is the one who's going to win. And I think that that's where I'm going to really, really. Mess yeah. Up. I, well, I like Hopkins. That's it. that's my, my nice. For, for as a combat athlete, that guy was fighting till he was almost fifty, and he's a machine.
0: Just smart. That's the thing. Like when you're fighting like guys for you, you're not fighting. Like I'm, I'm shocked that promoters would say that to you because I, I look at you as like a super high level guy still, like really like so to be people like ah you know like well throw me to the lions man that's it that's that's the whole idea I am I am the fucking lion so you know it's to me it's kind of interesting, um and you're fighting guys at that high level like nothing's going to be easy right so, you know at that level you got to be able to be like you know like you say fight smarter and everybody's good. Everybody it's like you know every like again going back to TJ's like everybody's tough I don't need to prove inspiring every day that I'm tough I already know that I'm tough I'm a fuck I'm a professional fighter you know so I don't need to prove that like I need to train smart and like you just said right which is it's interesting how the sport's evolved like that too
1: yeah the answer is, oh, you didn't really ask a question, but I just want to highlight a point that you brought up. But mm-hmm. like, I can't believe they're saying, like, oh, we don't know if we can find a fight for you because it might be tough. I'm like, though, did you, like I lost my last fights? Yes, but did you see who I was fighting my last? Like, yeah, ever since Dewsbury, I've pretty much fought tough guys, you know? mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. very that last fight, too. He was like, he like, so I don't know if you probably are aware now. He's fighting a middle, like, he fights a middleweight now, in the Sean Burrow.
1: Yeah, he missed weight in our fight by yeah. almost eight pounds.
0: You he missed, missed weight in him. his last fight too.
1: Yeah, he almost missed weight by eight pounds. He took one to board a decision and all that, and he won by a cut. You know what I mean? Like, not saying he wasn't winning at that point, but I get better as the fight goes on. And that yeah. fight, so five rounds is a long time. But he won by a cut. Fuck, I'll fight him at 185 if they want.
0: Yeah, well, that'd
1: be a cool match.
0: That would be a very cool rematch. Interesting.
1: And that guy, that guy's a good striker, and I tried to strike with him last time, which was stupid. But now I'll try to strike with him again, and it won't be stupid.
0: It's. I think he fights for CSA now. I think.
1: Whoever, whoever he fights for, yeah, wants to make it happen. Let's do it. I like that. I like that fight actually. But hmm. uh, literally, literally anyone who wants, to, I don't, I don't mind. 170, seventy, one seventy, I'll fight anyone.
0: Well, yeah, to me, like, you're still definitely one of the best names in the country. It's interesting that, like, I think there's lots of uh, there's lots of really good fights. For us, coming back, what we're going to do is, you know, we've talked about it, and it probably is going to happen. We're going to do tournaments for our belts, for our pros. Like, we're going to do four-man tournaments to start off, like, welterweight, middleweight, bantamweight, all from across the country, and just, like, bang out middleweight. Like, every kind of tournament's for belts kind of thing on, on the same card. Two fights on the same card, the next card, the, the championship fights kind of thing or nice, So nice. yeah, that's our that's our plan. So I like we want we want lots of top talent. Like we're not we're not here to you know, we our first event we kind of came with a little bit of steam off it, but I, now obviously COVID's kinda of shut us down. But I think I think there's lots of room for people like you, man, to come back and make a name and and then make that leap again. Is that the plan? Do you yeah, we I, talk?
1: If they feed me to the wolves and that's what they want then that just i probably don't even have to win another fight after that because if, if, if i'm fighting a legit wolf someone that they think is better than me they're probably in talks with ufc or someone like that so that's fine with me like give me someone tough and if they don't then i get a tune-up fight and then i just have to do one more but i want to try and make whatever if i'm fighting for you guys that'd be awesome too i'd love I, I actually would like to do the tournament style too before before I even getting there nice if they can open up first that'd be cool because then there's no question you, you're the champ like you don't have to it's not buttons, whatever like tournament's the best
0: well and the way we look at it is too is like we're not like so people like local promotions like invest in these like like deep down, no, no, you can't invest in a local guy anymore because UFC is going to come take them after like three fights or whoever, right? Which is great. So if you can be like, bang, here, Ryan, you you're going to fight like you and who, for whoever, for example, you're going to fight this guy, another guy, they're going to fight, and in two events, you're going to have a belt, and you're going to be the champion, and then within like a, a two months, you're the champion. You have two fights, you went two and zero, and you're a champion in like two months. And boom, the UFC might be calling and being like, oh, boom, that's what you want. Instead of having to wait a year yeah,
1: I to agree. fight twice, if making it if, especially if you're making it with uh, like uh, the best guys around, you know, if, if it's like a legit tournament and they can't and, and the fights are coordinated so that it's spaced out in a good way, then yeah, that'd be a good way to, to jump into those like big promotions, you know, yeah. I think
0: it would be too, like a good, you know, it's good for the promotion, it's good for, for us, it's good if we can have a guy like you fight. And then go there that's good for us right like it's not that's the whole idea for us so have you ever been out east
1: no no i haven't actually i was planning on it but i haven't uh gotten there. i was always going to other places first like i wanted to go to brazil thailand yeah planning on going down there but COVID. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, someday, hopefully, we can get you out here and uh, on an event or something, or you know, uh, figure something out whether it's grappling or MMA. We'd love to have you out here, and it's it's definitely beautiful out here. It's a little bit cold. The weather's changed out here a little bit, but uh, I got to ask you before a couple a couple quick questions before we do go. Um, injuries, you talk about. The, is it the machine? Is there any name for it just yet? or
1: Yeah, it's well, it's called the Atom, like A T O M and it's uh, voltage therapy. So what that means is like your body has, when you have an injury, it'll have scar tissue or um, it'll send blood to it to try and heal it. So what, what the volts do is it puts the current through whatever the injury. So I'm pointing at my elbow right now. If You hold up two pads and one is the positive, one is the negative. It'll ping the current back and forth, breaking down the scar tissue, activating the cells to, to enhance your blood quality. And uh, you just do movements with it, so like there's you know, when you hurt if you hurt your elbow and you try and you'll get pain going in like this, yeah, I mean, there's either scar tissue there or there's there's uh tissue damage. So, when when they have the current going through it and you go like this, it breaks down that scar tissue or it activates the cells of your blood which are dead from injury, you know what I mean? That's which, why your body sends blood there, yeah. I mean, I've been taking human uh. Uh, physiology courses and stuff online to understand better the science of everything, but it's crazy. It, it cool. really, really, it definitely it makes
0: sense. I guess you know, like if you're these cells are dead and you're and you're you're throwing blood cells back into them, and obviously they're going to yeah. come back alive, and that definitely makes sense. Yeah.
1: Well, and the scar tissue is what what holds us back and and makes our our posture and, and our movements imbalanced, and that's what causes further injuries. You know, like my my mm-hmm. got, went because my ACL was gone. You know, but it's. Yeah. Uh, it's really been helping a lot of people, too, which is nice. Like Fantastic. People, my friend, one of my training partners, their brother plays for University of Michigan. Uh, he's a lineman. He had an ACL surgery done. And then about a month and a half after surgery, maybe a little less, he came to see me. We uh, I treated him four times, four different days. Yeah. He's, like, practicing and stuff now. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: he's interesting. Like, this kind of stuff, like, there's – there's, it's, it's like a TENS machine, but, like, times yeah, – times 10 times 10,
1: 10. yeah it's, <laughs> it's crazy it's way more than 10 apparently there's there's uh we'll say there's like 400 I'm, I'm making it up like I have the numbers but I don't want to dig into my phone for the actual numbers but it, within the hundreds it pings back and forth with like uh Dr. Hope all right oh wow but with but with that it does it like 25,000 times back and forth so it like it sends voltage and it only goes up to 70 you know what i mean 70 volts won't even come close to killing you because a taser is in like 20 25 to forty-five thousand 000 range
0: oh, okay yeah
1: a taser is like doesn't even kill you necessarily it just puts you out 70 70 isn't gonna do shit.
0: yeah yeah interesting
1: it, it, yeah it just activates things where
0: can people get it
1: uh you actually got to contact like you can talk to me but you can't really buy them yet they're going to be coming out pretty big soon but Interesting.
0: They're cool. Cool.
1: They're pricey, they're pricey, but they're
0: yeah,
1: uh, yeah. It depends on what you're doing. If you want to open up like a practice or something, it's good for that. Or if you're like a high-level athlete, like there's some tie caps and stuff that have them. There's some uh NFL guys and
0: mm-hmm. stuff like
1: I want it to be the best. I want to come back, so I'm doing whatever it takes. There's these idiots out there, these fucking guys, man. Like I'll say, hey, man, you want to do it? Fifty bucks. Like you're injured. They're like, no, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. It's like, yeah, you don't want it, man. If it can practice, be paying, paying what i'm paying for this thing and doing everything it takes and you guys aren't even uh willing to spend like 50 bucks yeah don't want it so that's another reason why i want to come back man i want this
0: yeah that's me, a, that's the thing me. No one if else. You, that's exactly it if you got to make those sacrifices and do that and if those you know i'm always interested in that because some people are like oh, i'll heal naturally or whatever but if you can take that advantage if there's something that's, that's working well
1: think take about it Tj Dillashaw bought like uh one of those hyperbaric chambers remember that yeah. the, uh, I watched it on uh, UFC Embedded. He bought a, one of those hy- cryo or um, hyperbaric chambers so you can heal better. Then you got people like Joe Rogan's got a sauna and a cryotherapy machine. You know what I mean, like if you can afford it, great.
0: Speaks for but itself, though.
1: If you want to make it happen, you'll make it happen.
0: Yep, that's it. Take every advantage you can, man. It's I got a, one last final question. So, yes. you know, obviously you've come off tons of injuries here the last little bit. Not tons of injuries, some injuries. You're you're healed up. You're ready to go. For a kid, like I ask a lot of athletes like yourself this for a kid who's kind of coming up, they're 21, 23, 24, whatever, in the limelight, and they get in a funk and now they're coming back. How do they get to that level?
1: You got to be smart. Like, uh, li- listen to the co- Like, you got to pick the right coaches, first of all. Like, some coach, not every coach is awesome, but I mean, uh, listen to your coach and then always like this goes with everything you know what i mean so like listen to you, whoever can guide mm-hmm. you and then always seek like extra opinions like i'm watching what what john danaher is doing i'm watching what obviously what my coaches and stuff are doing i'm watching like i i literally study everybody that is successful nice and see what they're trying to do how they're getting better how they act and all that kind of stuff and then i put my spit on it to try and like see what fits for me because everyone's a little bit different you know some people can, their body can go longer. Some people, this or that. But the main thing I would tell anyone to keep to cut it short, like uh, if someone's trying to come up, try to surround yourself with people that actually care about you, and not about yeah, not about just like like saying they want to have fighters around and stuff like that. You know I mean? Find find a coach team yeah. that's like that cares about you and will hold you back if you throw. Know I mean, uh, guys that will will advise you to do the healthy choices. You know.
0: Not throw you to the wolves, man. Like I couldn't agree. You know that that, that more people who are look out for the best of you and and surround yourself with the right people. That's great advice. Yeah. And uh, it goes with you
1: know?
0: yeah, it does. It's not just fighting, man. It's it's in life too. It's it's well, it's exactly kind of like you're doing that. Like if you want to be the best and you want to come back, you got to not just do the right things. You have to surround yourself with the people who want the same thing. Yeah. You know, it's it's that journey together. If you're fighting that uphill battle and then you got dickheads beside you, you're like, ah, you can't do this. Well, see ya. You know, I'm. Not interested, right? So, who's got the stinkiest gear you ever trained with? Oh
1: man, I don't know. Because I <laughs> they, they always complain. So, if someone like if I, I think everyone's too nervous to stink. You, you have uh, gear, like I'll, I'll get with you, Yeah, like, it's bad. You're, you're risking you're risking infection and stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Like, if someone has like stinky shit, I'm like. Get out of here, man. Go clean your stuff. Like, yeah. You're, you're gonna give me ringworm or whatever.
0: <laughs> it's true, dude. Good for you. I love that. Stand up. Stand yeah. up. They're like, don't these guys stand. Yeah. Get your dirty ass out of here. Yeah. I love dude. it. I love it, man. Good for you. Awesome, buddy. Well, thank you so much, Ryan. Uh, where can everybody follow you online and uh follow this uh your next fight?
1: Um, well, you can follow me at Ryan Dixon, R Y A N D I C K S O N Ten that's my instagram and i just i pretty much just use that i don't use facebook anymore and okay. uh i post all that stuff for for the adam and like different uh testimonials on there yeah. it's just been my fights i've been trying to get a fight so i've just been blasting that out there as much as i can
0: nice awesome well hopefully we can get you something soon man or uh, you know whether it's uh, in the, in the states or here in canada so keep, keep working man
1: send me out to the desert or bring me out to uh Abu Dhabi or bring me out to Europe or wherever I'll fight anywhere literally anywhere
0: that's so, it so just got
1: so long as they cover my flight because like or give me enough in my purse to cover my fight I need that I need some money because I'm not like it's COVID, right? I'm not making money right now
0: no, of course yeah yeah that's it that's it well keep it keep an eye out with us man we're always interested and in, uh keep an eye out for us uh, very soon so i don't want to give too too much away but it's it'll be very soon and i like you for that tournament man i really do so
1: i in. i in. that'll be exciting that's fun
0: all right buddy let's talk soon all right everybody there you have it mr ryan dixon thanks for joining us buddy thank you brother great guy folks uh like i said a guy it's very cool to interview guys that kind of got you into the sport and promoting Like I said at the beginning of the interview, Ryan's a guy that uh, when I started kind of getting into this, he was fighting in the score fighting series and uh, was just uh, kind of getting it. I shouldn't say getting into it himself, but a big star in Canada. And uh, I'm really excited that he's back doing it uh, with a vengeance, which is cool. So hopefully we can get him here on the East Coast. Anyway, folks, uh, make sure you get over to our Facebook page and uh, Instagram pages and all that stuff and subscribe, share, all this kind of fun stuff if you don't mind. Um, We're starting to drop our uh, fighters for our upcoming event on October 24th. We have the submission Kumite taking place in our cage. Uh, It'll be a 16-man submission-only tournament fighting for the championship ring and a year supply of coffee from our sponsor at Enviage Sport. Uh, It'll be fantastic. We also have three or four different... matches going on that it's only available on pay-per-view so make sure you head on over to fightleagueatlantic.com and you can uh, pre-order that in the next few days or so we'll have the pre-order up and uh, pre-order and uh yeah yeah he definitely does has that fight or fight mentality he's a really uh great guy so make sure you give him a follow todd up in northern ontario give one of your uh your ontario compradres a follow all right folks let's get out of here I'm doing too much talking, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow night, Christine Royal Fader is back at uh, 9.15, 9.30. Tomorrow night, she'll be hosting a show with Emily Kwok, uh, black Belt's, uh Canada's first black belt and most successful as well. So uh, it'll be great to have them on, and we'll see you then. Lots of love. Be kind. Ciao.